Hi, friends. I'm Stephanie Leedy, Director of Children's and Family Ministries at Stonebridge Community Church, and this is Stonebridge Parents. The Stonebridge Parents podcast is dedicated to having real, honest conversations with members of our community. We have some amazing episodes, moments, and parenting insights for you to hear. Welcome to Stonebridge Parents Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to Stonebridge Parents. I'm Stephanie Leedy, your host, and today I am welcoming on uh, Miss Kristen. Um, she is a longtime Stonebridge member, and we are going to be talking about um, the preschool to kindergarten transition. Uh, Kristen, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I graduated from Cal State Northridge and got my degree in child development and then uh, got my teaching credential, then decided I wanted to stay home with my babies and uh, had the opportunity to um, get a job through the Simi Valley Parks and Recreation Preschool Program. Hmm. And I've been working there for 22 years and have seen many families come through my program. And some of them I've had every single one of their children. So it's been a blessing. Wonderful. And you have two boys? I do. I have two sons, one who's 30, (laughs) which I can't believe. And um, his name's Nicholas. And then I have a younger Mm -hmm. son who's 26, and his name is Cameron. Cameron had the unique experience of having me as his preschool teacher. Oh, interesting. He didn't quite love it as much as I did, but um, it was was a wonderful time to Mm -hmm. connect with him. And I have my husband's name is Derek, and um, we've been married for 31, two years. So tell us about what you have loved about being a preschool teacher over the last 20-some years. Little ones are, I can just say, they are just fun. They're, yeah. they're fun to be around, wonderful to watch them, like, figure out their environment and mm. figure out concepts and try out new words and try out new ideas It's just amazing to watch them through their eyes learn about uh, being a good friend and Mm. learn about what they can accomplish and what they can do, how to navigate certain situations. Um, So it's just a unique experience to be able to see that. They are just sweet and innocent and love Mm. everything you, you do. It is just a joy mm-hmm. to watch them learn and explore and feel safe in their environment. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to create an environment where school is fun. Yeah. School is exciting. Learning is exciting. And I, I hope I, I do that. Um, so I wanted to have you on today because um, Tommy is finishing up his first pre-K schooling and um, beginning in August, he'll start uh, kindergarten. And as I was chatting with other parents on the pre-K check-in and check-out, I identified that we all had this anxiety about kindergarten. And it was wide-ranging, and we all had a number of concerns that we were all stressed out about. And so when I identified that it was a common um, fear and stressor, I wanted to chat with somebody about all the things that us pre-K moms and dads are thinking about as we um, move into the next school year. So thank you so much for joining. My first question 
what might some of the important things be that a child needs to know as they enter kindergarten academically? For me, if they knew their shapes and their colors, recognizing their name mm. um, is a good good thing to know. Um, basic counting to like 20, um, knowing their ABCs would be something academically that I think would give them a boost. Okay. So what I mean by that is that every kid learns at a different speed. Mm-hmm. So I, I think parents need to understand that, you know, teach them concepts and teach them shapes, colors, recognizing their name and, and count with them daily, make it fun when you do these kinds of academic concepts. Mm-hmm. But don't get too stressed if they aren't quite, they haven't quite mastered it. Right. Because what will happen is when they go to kindergarten, they'll go, oh, wait, I think I've heard that before. Mm. And so maybe ABCs will click a little faster or counting will be, uh, pick, will be picked up a little quicker. Okay. If they have not mastered it, it doesn't mean that it's not there. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe hasn't come to the forefront of their in their brain. Those connections. Their just connections haven't, been made haven't yet. quite and I kind of equate it to if I'm going to the gym and I have a personal trainer trying to explain a concept to me or an exercise and I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But then maybe somebody explains it in a different way and I go, Oh, yes. Okay. I understand now what she meant. Okay. So I know that parents sometimes get very stressed about, oh my gosh, they do not know their sounds, or oh my gosh, they cannot count to a hundred. Right. But if you introduce concepts in fun ways and using different ways of um, introducing them, mm-hmm. then if they haven't quite mastered it, then when they get to kindergarten, it will not be a foreign concept to them. Okay. And kids do catch up. So if somebody is, oh my gosh, they know their, they know all of their sounds. Whoa, my kid, it does not. Don't worry, they will catch up. I mean, right. every kid has an a, a maybe stronger in an area. Like Nick, my son Nicholas, he was a strong reader right mm-hmm. off the bat. Cameron was a strong math person right off the bat. But most everybody caught up okay. to them. Right. You know, it's right. just, they just, each kid needs their their own time okay. to do that. So do you think parents are overly stressed about what their child knows? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, they. I think so. Yeah. Yes, but I mean that's just the short. Li- that's an academic list. Right. That's not other things that I think are just as important, or maybe more important than the academics. And would, is that the the self care portion? No, actually, that's not quite the self care. Okay. But that would be following multiple directions, mm. like. Go get your pencil, sit down at the table. That's a two two step direction. Right. Kids need to be able to do those things or sitting and listening to a story. Mm. A huge one is asking for help. Right. 
So if you, as a parent, feel like your kid is not able to ask for help, kind of start, um, like, if you see them kind of going, uh, I, I need something, say, what do you need? You know, ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, ask questions. Those are fine motor skills where <laughs> we learn how to cut and jumping and skipping and running. Those are all important things, and those aren't quite academic They're concepts. more behavioral, right? They're, yeah, they're more— um, yeah, there are some more, of them. Some of them mm-hmm. are behavioral things. Um, making friends, time right. management, working independently, and all of these things you would think, well, how can I do any of those things at home? How do I practice those things? That was going to be my next question. How do you practice <laughs> working independently? Well, you have them sit and go, we're going to, I'm going to have you go play in your room for a while, and I'm going to go into the kitchen, and we're going to, and that's working independently. That's mm-hmm. doing things on their own. Asking questions would be just if you read a story, ask them questions or say, hey, what questions do you have about this book? Mm. It's almost like you really have to talk to your kids all the time mm-hmm. in different situations. Give them a one-step direction. And then when they master mastered that, give them a two-step direction. Those are just concepts that I feel Mm -hmm. um, make it easier to navigate kindergarten. Okay. So. That's really helpful. mm -hmm. Moving on to personal self-care. One of my big things that I'm really nervous about is that we serve Tommy his lunch every day. He comes home from from pre-K. We make a little plate with peanut butter and jelly and you know, put it in front of him. And so going into kindergarten, he's going to have to have a lunchbox. And like, (laughs) for some reason, this is very nerve wracking (laughs) to me. So along with like leading eating out of a lunchbox, what are other things that kindergartners should be working on over the summer? Well, can I address the lunchbox thing first? Yes. Um, Because that kind of, believe it or not, there's a lot of things that go on with a lunchbox. Yeah. There, there's a lot of processes and things that you that you go, well, how did that, what, what happened there, you mm-hmm. know? So first of all, just kind of practicing, like you were um, saying, you're kind of nervous about that. So you could get Tommy a special lunch, lunchbox. And if you're feeling like, okay, this is going to be uh, something that we need to practice a long time, then you... Maybe pack every day his lunch, even if he's eating it at home. Okay. In a lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Um, or let's go on a picnic today. We're going to take a lunchbox. Mm-hmm. And we're going to eat our lunch in the park. And you're going to have a special container for your lunch. Right. But what's interesting, and and it's amazing all the time with school. <laughs> when I'm in preschool, I go, what just happened with that lunchbox? Because let's just say you have containers. You need to help them and show them how, okay, no, that Ziploc container needs to come back home. So kind of talk to them about what you expect to come back in the lunchbox. Okay. Or yogurt that you open needs to go in the trash. Right. <laughs> Not back in your lunchbox. Okay. Because I think your mom's going to be upset that you have yogurt all over your lunchbox. The water bottle needs to be all the way closed. So kind of talking them through just things that we're like, Okay, that's you put your stuff in your lunchbox and then you go 
put it where it needs to go. Right. You don't think about, okay, kids have to figure out, what do I do with that? Does mom want this container back home? Mm -hmm. So kind of talk to them about how to navigate time management kind of also because they don't have a lot of time to eat lunch at school. So let's just eat our lunch so you can go play is another big thing. And that takes... Sometimes that takes them to be hungry when they come home to go, okay, yeah, I guess I should have eaten my lunch. Right. Or what you expect them to come back home with. Like, I I want you to bring everything that you did not eat home. So we can then think about your lunch. Is there too much in it? Is there too little in it? Mm -hmm. And kind of just then navigate their lunch. Because if you have 50 things in your lunch, sometimes my preschoolers are like, I don't know where to start. Right. Because you have so many choices that it almost is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Other things that I think that kids need to be able to um, master mm-hmm. uh, is pulling up their pants. Sure. Um, wiping themselves. Yeah. That one's which a big is, stressor, that too. That is a stressor, mm-hmm. and that one you just— you just have to just keep just, just keep, keep go just okay. keep practicing <laughs> um putting on their shoes mm. yeah, i mean tying now is like when nick was in kindergarten tying you got you had to the teacher tied your shoes from september until january and then okay. it was like oh no yeah. by january they have to tie their own shoes oh my gosh it's a stressful it's coming so i mean there's a lot of ways to not navigate shoes if you just feel like okay tying is not a not a skill I want to tackle right now there's Mm -hmm. slip-ons there's all sorts of things but putting on their shoes okay maybe kind of listen to your body Mm. when you think you have to go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom you know so those are those are things my preschoolers will be dancing around and I'll be like I think you might need to go and they're like no I go right "Mm, we're gonna go try anyway and then you know and then you can prove me wrong but we're gonna we're gonna go try yeah oh absolutely um, like the excitement you can see sometimes that like I'm too excited I'm doing mm -hmm. this and I do not want to leave what I'm doing yes yes exactly so just talking that through with them yes yes helps okay What I've also been thinking about is right now he goes to school from 9 to 1230. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's not that bad, three and a half hours. He's going to be adjusting to 8 to 230. And it feels like such a long day Mm. for such a little person. (laughs) And so um, how do we even prepare for for that? Like, I'm concerned he's going to be too tired and get emotional. And like, Mm. it's a long time to be away from home when you're five yes for sure and the first couple weeks could be a lot of unpleasant okay <laughs> behavior but mm-hmm. I think what would help is to um, spend some time at the end of the summer kind of creating a little routine okay kind of start getting them ready to go to bed at a certain time So they kind of are starting to transition into, okay, this is when I'm going to bed every night when I'm at school. But you don't have to even say that. Okay, we're getting ready for kindergarten. We're going to bed at this time. We're just going to say this is when we're we're getting ready for bed. You can also then kind of start figuring out um, maybe having a routine in the afternoon before school starts. You might have to modify these 
things in your head like, okay, I really want them to have a snack, do their homework, and then we're free for the rest of the day. Well, that might not work. Okay. So when school starts, you may be like, oh, guy, that kid needs to run around. What I had in my head might not work. Okay. Or... I'm dead and tired. I need to take a nap. Okay, so let's sit down, turn on a show, mm-hmm. and you're going to decompress for 45 minutes. Then let's see if we can then do your work. So you're going to have to just kind of play play with adapt. the schedule. Mm-hmm. And just be aware when your child comes home and you're like, what is happening the first month of school they're crying they're they're not following the rules they're they're not listening to me they're probably just done and they're trying to figure out school and they're trying to navigate their their new Envi- their new environment okay so, so it's normal to see behavior issues the, for that first Four to six weeks. Yes, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. It's good just, to be prepared and just yeah. work through it. Um, another thing is not to try not to overschedule them. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I've got football on Mondays and ballet right. on Tuesdays, and you know, even those are great and fun things. And they're like, they may say on the outside, "I'm having a great time. This is so fun," mm-hmm. but then they're also tired. And stressed out and overworked. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to think you have an overworked, overscheduled four-year-old. Yeah. You know. Um, that they could be stressed. That they could be stressed. Is, mm-hmm. yeah, something to identify. Yep. For sure. That's interesting. And you know your own child. So right. So when they're starting to exhibit behaviors that they don't normally exhibit, then you have to go, hmm, what's going on? Okay. That's when you kind of have to then say, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe they don't want to, they might not be able to communicate it right away. Mm-hmm. It may take them a while to be able to say what is bothering them. Okay. Um, in all the parenting books and all the parenting blogs, you know, it, it says that the children pick up on the parents' stress. So as the summer dwindles down and as we become more stressed, you know, the, ch- the child can pick up on that. So what are some tips for mom and dad who are feeling really overwhelmed with this big transition? That is a big one. You know, I'm sure I've done this many times where you kind of say, don't be afraid. Um, you'll be okay when you go to school or mm. don't be scared when maybe the kid's like, I was fine, but now I you've told me that, oh, God, maybe this is an unpleasant place. <laughs> why would or, I be scared? I wasn't going to be scared, but maybe now I am. Mm-hmm. So it's just a natural thing that a lot of people say, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you don't realize that, oh, my gosh, that might put in their head something that wasn't there. Okay. Be excited for them. Be their champion. Mm -hmm. You can walk off to the side and then tear up. Cry. (laughs) Because I know I did that Mm -hmm. many a time. But um, just be their champion. Okay. Um, Know that everything will be okay. They're there with safe people. Mm -hmm. But 
watch their body language and their what they say at the end of the day. If they say, I had the best day ever, you go with that. Mm -hmm. I had the best day ever, not, oh, but did something, was everything okay? Did you make friends? Did you, you know? Right. Don't input negative things Mm. that they may then begin, they may think about. So as we prepare over the summer for kindergarten, was one of the things that really helped our family leading into preschool was, like, going to see the school. And, like, we got to meet Tommy's preschool teachers a few weeks ahead of time. Do you know, is that something that kindergartens do? Can yes. we go, like, yes, visit? They, they do that. Okay. I mean, they used to do that. Mm-hmm. So Nick and Cameron went and met their teachers beforehand. Okay. And um, that is a great way to get them in into looking at the environment, meeting the teacher, then it's not a, as scary the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they, they like, oh, I know that person. That person was really nice to me, you know, and, oh, I remember this is my desk or, you okay. know. So then they're more familiar with their, in, their environment. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. You're I really welcome. appreciate it. And and Tommy is going to do fabulous. <gasps> thank you. And you give him a big hug. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Give them hugs okay. every day. We can they, do that. When they walk through the door <laughs> and when they walk home. Yeah. And before they go to school. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Perfect way to end it. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All Thanks right. for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.